0: That's it, it. and um, and after all the hysteria last week, we had a you know quite a few people saying, "Oh, how come you guys didn't go into the state of the game, or you know lack of goals, or anything like that?" I think we've always had good matches, and we've always had bad matches. Absolutely, you're not going to get crackers every single match. No, And and I think this round definitely turned up some pretty decent games, and we're not talking about coaches they're the ones who come up with the
1: game plans, they're the ones that don't want big high-scoring games. So, yeah.
0: There's always going to be a war back and forth about what the AFL yeah. wants and what coaches and stuff like that want, but I think the important thing is to if that sort of football had continued and if, you know, if you look at some of the games this week, which we'll obviously go into, but if there was every game was like Adelaide Carlton, where Carlton don't look remotely like winning, then yeah, that's a concern. And if that was to continue for months, then obviously that's an issue. Yeah.
1: Oh look, I think yeah, the bigger piece. But we're is, not there yet. No, no, I think the bigger concern is some teams not being able to play at the level that's required AFL more than anything else. Yeah. And some and some other teams um, just do, just just dominate. Um, yeah. Well, they've just got a game plan that works really well and it stands up against most opposition. So, so looking at the ladder, there's a there's a big gap between first and last. Uh, but in the middle there's There, there still, is it's that, The middle The trunk is still very thick But
0: even in the heyday You know Everyone always says oh, I was better in the 80s Or whenever and no, the 90s Or whenever it then. was Exactly There's always good teams There's always bad teams People go through different slums But I think You know In terms of the, the, the latter And then also Looking to the games Back this week I thought the Dogs Gold Coast Was definitely a pass I thought that was A really good match Oh definitely That was a great game Sydney North Was absolutely a pass as well So there's two Really good matches and then Brisbane Colling, without a doubt, I would say those three were really good. Really, really good. Those three were top class matches. And then there were definitely two or three quarters in a bunch of the other matches that were pretty good to watch as well. So I think, look, you know, a lot. some people have said, look, you know, let, let's wait, you know, to at least all the bye before we kind of jump in and, and really get the, the bat out, so to speak. Um, and you know, really, kind of carve into teams because obviously there's a few that are very, very poor. But before we start really claiming the game's cooked and it's oh. no, no good, I think let's let's just let it settle. So that's a bit of a summary as to why we didn't go into it last week because yeah. we were both pretty confident that it was going to turn around. So absolutely, absolutely, and, and it'll get there, better through the year. And there's there's
1: one thing that was very apparent to me. During the end, um, and I'll get to that when we speak about a particular game. But yeah. there's bigger, much bigger concerns than what's happening on the field.
0: Yeah, that's it. And I, the well, I, the bigger question is potentially is talent, you know, too spread, or you know, is recruiting kind of gone, you know, in directions that aren't necessarily the way that it that it should be going. I mean, you can mount the argument one way, but you can also very easily mount the argument the other way. So I think. We just yeah. got to wait with this 18-team um, competition. It's been a little while now, and just you know, you look at Matty Eagles. You know, he came in, came in for Brisbane. You know, he came through a reality TV show, and <laughs> like he's he was fantastic on the night. So before people jump as well at the talent being spread too thin. You look at look at Kelly at um, at, Geelong at Geelong. as well and Radigalea and a whole bunch yeah. of these people that have just come completely out of the blue That's so, exactly right there's Higgins uh, as well at Richmond like you know there's it yeah,
1: doesn't just because you don't get a top 10 draft pick doesn't mean you're um you're out of the woods that's you, exactly you get it. some good Good recruiters with a good eye for the game. They'll they will find talent. It uh, doesn't matter where it comes from.
0: Well, Carlton, so to stamp your point, Carlton have more top 10 draft picks on their list right now than anyone else. And guess where they're sitting on the ladder? Yeah, bottom. So, it's all about top... You know, Paul Roos, I was listening to during the week, You know, he talks about a constant rebuild, and I reckon that's the way that more teams need to approach it. And you look at the way Clarko keeps topping up, keeps topping up, Richmond as well, Geelong as well, Adelaide out of Bryce Gibbs. You know, just... It takes time to to get to a point, but mm. then, you know, continually adding to it is, is the way to do it yeah absolutely and Jimmy Bartel, I heard him
1: into being interviewed or he's on one of the shows whatever he's everywhere now he's yeah. like Eddie Maguire yes. um, which is great because it's, 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 it's Jimmy and it's not, Jimmy it's not played any, the game and yeah. he's a superstar <laughs> um, but he's he made a really good comment about and how they didn't replace the players that went out with the players that they got in yeah. so they expanded on their outside Run an outside influence, but they haven't got those guys. The first, has he called? In the first touch guys, the guys that can get in and get that hard ball. And um, yeah, that, that's that's really showing for Essen at the moment, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, that's it. And it's also like it's it's a very um, difficult. There's no exact science to it. It is very difficult to sort of analyze your list and and, and top it up in ways that are going to work out perfectly. Some years it's it just just not going to work. Um, so it takes time. But look, I, I think the state of the game is in a good place. I, I really don't think it's as bad as everybody's been saying. So that's a big reason why we didn't go into it. I want to chat just briefly now. I know this is very dangerous, not jumping straight into, um, into the round. But because last time... That's we, fine. We nearly did two hours when we you know, went a little bit off, off the other side. I want to ask you a couple of questions. So right now... Um, so we're not going to go through the whole ladder. We're going to do the ladder updates sort of every four weeks or so once there's some significant moves. But just so one specific thing, I want to talk about the top eight. So right now, statistically, especially in the modern era, so over the last 20 years, usually by around seven, the eight is generally set. So out of the last 20 odd years, there's only been about five or six changes. And I'm talking like one team. So right now, before I ask you the question of who do you think goes in and goes out, right now, uh, number one, Richmond, uh, so no change in their position. Number two, Eagles, no change in their position as well from last round. Uh, number three is Adelaide, they move up to third. Um, and then number four, we have Hawthorne, five Giants, six Cats go up. Uh, We've got North at seventh and then Sydney Swans at eighth. So, looking at that ladder, do you think? I guess the first question is: Do you think that's set, and who comes in and who comes out?
1: Definitely not set. Definitely not set. And that's exactly it. No, nah,
0: sorry. Uh, sitting at fifth
1: uh, is fifteenth is Essendon, and they are two games out of eighth. That's how close it is, and that especially at the moment. Yeah. yeah so it's no. Nah, look, I'm not saying Essendon they would have to turn around this week or in the next two or three weeks. They got to turn, turn around, around almost yeah, now, and then and then. And then do what West Coast have done for the last six and just and win a big and spread. And their
0: percentages and their offensive styles. They have styles. to win. Yeah, they have you to win, win a lot. So yeah.
1: I, I, at the moment, what I think is 14th to four uh, first. 1st. So those teams that Trent just read out, including... Um, Collingwood, Melbourne, Port Adelaide, Fremantle, Gold Coast, and Western Bulldogs. And then are the honestly, chances, think, yeah.
0: honestly, everyone is still yeah. in a chance of playing finals out of those two. So that was nine. Famous, that was nine, through to 14th. 14th. yeah. So if you were to take a punt right now, who let pluck one out of the top eight? And who do you think comes in? Do if you yeah, do, do, just want
1: to guess? Oh, look, uh, and this is no disrespect um, to the Kangaroos, but Kangaroos out and... Um,
0: no, it's not North bashing because the reality is they're a young side And as they get to the back end of the season, they're I going have to have to drop off And the next
1: four teams are all really tight, but I would have to say Collingwood I think Collingwood, yeah, yeah. I think
0: Melbourne are going to finish ninth again And oh, I, I'm, no. really, I'm really concerned those about Port two Adelaide those, too
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm concerned about Port Adelaide's inability to to win without their strongest li- players on list on the field Fremantle I'm, I've got more well, them being up yeah, yeah. For More free, I'm, I'm more coy about Fremantle because of the amount of home games yeah. they get at, um, at Optus that's and, true yeah. and look the Doggies you just don't know if they get a run they're, they're starting to get momentum Gold Coast oh, it's tough for them they've lost they got a China four, in a couple of weeks but they've lost four of the last five that's, yeah. that's the only team that's sort of um out of out of whack with the, the the rest of those teams, where most of them are three two or better. So, yeah, look, it's inter- it's a very interesting round. Look, and Gold Coast, I mean, Gold Coast is very unlucky to lose on the weekend, but yeah. um, they're the other games you have got to win.
0: I think one of the things I-, I wanted to identify though is that that statistic, which has often been true, I don't, I absolutely don't think is true for this year. None, I think it's going to be year. so close. That And, you know, we talk about the state of the game. I, I think it's going to be so close that I wouldn't be surprised if two teams came out of there and two teams came in. Like, I actually wouldn't be surprised if maybe, right. say, I'm throwing it out there, but maybe Port and Collingwood come in, and then maybe North and Sydney just miss out. Who, who knows? Who knows, yeah. Like, I, I obviously, we're guessing, but you... it's interesting to look at, given that usually, this is the thing, it is, the stats do say it's about 60-70% of the time over the last two decades, it's fairly set by around seven. But I, don't, I absolutely don't think I, I agree with you, but... It's going to happen this year, yeah. Sydney have lost two games at the SCG already this exactly. season. Exactly. Well, they're winning more away than they are at home. They're 3-1. and one. I mean, they've always uh, been... 1-3, and three, sorry. I mean, they've they're always SCG. been...
1: They're probably in one team that's always been a good travelling team. Uh, they just never sooked about it. Um, and Collingwood have been good away, too. Yeah. They beat Adelaide at home, yeah. and they beat Brisbane
0: up in the Gabba. So. Yeah, no, look,
1: the, the state that's... While the actual state, like, watching games has been frustrating, I think a lot of... Like You look at all the new rules that have come in and the changes to the game and players are having to consider, yeah. A, how do they pick the ball up off the ground? Can they kick it off the ground? Do they tackle, bump, Dealing or, just, with, or stop and, and just let the other player get it? And with fatigue. Goal kicking with fatigue because they've yeah. got to run and run and run. Um, how When they tackle, how do they tackle? They've got so much to think about. Yeah. They can't just go out and play the game anymore because they can't. They're constantly learning it's new, been rules new rules I think and it's in a lot of absolutely. ways. Yeah. So, and I mean, at some point they're going to have to simplify, it, and they're doing it if they go from one like the outside area, which. They have with the uh, match review uh, panel and the committee and all that. I think christian has been fantastic. He's like, no, this isn't how it is how how its He's made
0: some cook decisions,
1: but... Made it, yeah, some cook he's decisions, okay. but that's like a, a politician that knows the vision they want. Oh, do you mean
0: Hocking or Christensen's doing the umpiring? No, Christensen, yeah, yeah. No, oh, Christian. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely, there's been some bad decisions, but... Well, the nickname he, one for starters. Quite, yeah, but there hasn't been... Like, the way he's
0: calling it is he's, he's fairly there's Consist- yeah. more consistency than we've
1: seen for a long time with them. Well,
0: I think yeah, I mean, the, well, yeah, I mean, like, there's there's been a few MRP decisions that have been a bit bit terrible, but it's not like it's been horrendous throughout. That you know, the MRP has been basically a joke, so it's a long way to come back. But yeah. more in terms of the state of the game, like I think, I don't know, like in terms of bringing in zones and you know whether they look at um, you know setting it up so that you can't come in from the into the square after the throw up and there's all these different elements I, I don't know what the answer is yet I think the better thing to do is at least for a year let the game Breathe, um, and just see from there. You know where we end up because I just don't think I think zones is very drastic in terms of setting it up so that the forwards actually can't leave the inside fifty right here, right now.
1: For me, the only thing that needs to change from now until next year, no actual rules of the game, but that um, goal review system needs to be removed from the goal review is a joke. Yeah, it needs to go back to what it was initially there for: goal line reviews. Well, we would
0: have tipped nine if it wasn't for the... the Don't worry
1: about if it was touch. McVay touch. Let the the touch of the ball... If the umpire on the field says, touch, it's touch. If it's not, it's not. But the video should not go back to that review. No. It shouldn't be scrutinised. It's only on the goal line where it hits the post. I think that's the only time it should be brought in. Well, that's why it was brought in. Yeah, literally. and that is for and then leave it like that. And then we're not having all this conjecture and ifs and whats and buts and slowing the game down. Yeah, it the slows thing is, the game down. They wanted a the faster game, and this has slowed it down for the wrong reasons. If they want if they don't care about how fast or slow it is, guess what?
0: Allow them to have
1: more uh, yeah.
0: rotations
1: and. Um, all this other stuff. The other yeah. thing,
0: well, the other thing too is the umpires. I, I actually agree with a few of the commentators that brought it up this week. The umpires are throwing the ball in so slowly, so they're waiting, and it's taking so long for whatever reason they're waiting for packs of players. No, waiting for to someone get there. to uh, be to nominate. Zone. Well, forget that. Yeah. Then it's taking too long because then they they drag. Well, then the players are dragging the nomination out, waiting for it to get clustered. And and create a ridiculous press there, and then another stoppage happens two seconds later. Anyway. Or
1: he's a he's a very out there idea, letting everyone be free thinking individuals. Yeah, the umpire throws it in, and nobody nominates, but two
0: players from the t- each t- one each team goes up, and if another player goes up, ball luck, free kick. Yeah, the two things for me as well is I don't, I don't mind the the, the interchange. I don't mind the rotational for 10 a quarter. I actually don't mind that idea of doing 40 instead of the current. I think that could potentially work. The other thing as well is, like, people think it's radical, but, you know, I actually don't mind the notion of 16 to a side as well. I know we've played with that into a side for so long. No, Well, no. No. If they want high-scoring games, no, it won't work. But hear this out, though. So in terms of players now are covering significantly more kilometres and they're covering the pitch so much more than they used to. If there is one less, you know, there is those less players on the ground... I don't know. It, it, is it is it something that's worth looking at? I'm not sure. Oh, a bit but... worth looking at. I'd be more inclined
1: to have a rule where at some point there needs to be X amount of players, whether it be two or four, that have to stay within the 50 arcs. So that leads them. You,
0: you approve of zones then?
1: Kind of a zone, yeah. There's got to be, because it does, and I've said it for years, it looks how... Oz kick games at play it's just yeah, all it's, these it's underage kids yeah. just, running, just running, moving running, around, running just running, following running. a ball around mm. it, and it, it's it's unsightly from a spectator and a fan point of view that it's just the nature of the game we don't have set positions and other sports don't have those sets of positions only certain on netball and a couple of other sports that are not as known no, where yeah. but that's only a handful of players it's not that half the team have to stay in one spot and half the half stay the other so as long as it's only a minimal number of players and obviously, it'd have to be two or four, so a forward and a defender, or two forwards and two defenders, yeah. that literally cannot... Unless they're going for a mark or something like that. I'm talking that they can't run up the field. If they're going for a mark and a lead, and they lead outside 50, yeah, allow that to happen. But in general
0: play, there's got to be someone back all the time. What do you think about the rotations then? Do you bring the... Ro- what do you think... How do you think that would affect the game, bringing the rotations down?
1: The rotations would mean that there it wouldn't be as much... Play on football, yeah. And they'd get gas, so it'd be a lot more structured and manning up. But then you would probably have to bring in other rules that negated that people couldn't teams couldn't then continue to flood back. But it's gonna be it'd be a balancing act because both teams would have to do exactly the same yeah, thing with that's the rotations. The problem is, yeah.
0: So look, look it's an interesting discussion. It's an interesting... I think look, we both of us we both think the game looks good. We're both not panicking. Oh. Both of us think the game looks really good, and as we said. You know, three, four of these games were actually legitimately really good games, and even the other games, so,
1: there was patches within and those it. games where both teams. Like, I was at well, the, the Frio's
0: third quarter, for example, was actually really good. But on paper, you'd think, oh, they lost by seventy-seven points. So, if you yeah. hadn't seen that game,
1: and same as uh, Hawthorne Essen, first only reason was, Hawthorne was, Essendon, it was. No, I'm not saying it was a, a pretty game to but no. it was combative in um, you know real old school think muddy uh, out, of, out of suburban ground yeah. where you can't kick goals type. that's what they feel it had and then one quarter of football um, sort of just decimated
0: Essendon and,
1: and that was it for, them, for for the rest of the game but the first half they were right in it
0: yeah that's it but I mean there's always look, the reality for me is there's always been good games and there's always yeah, been always. bad games I mean you know, there's 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 plenty and plenty and plenty of good games. Like, if yeah. you go through, I've just scanned back to yeah. last year. So, the Saints beat GWS by 23 points. North beat Adelaide by 60 points. Yeah, time has changed since then. Uh, Carlton beat Collingwood by 23 points. Jeez, that's, that's an interesting flip. Um, West Coast beat Port by 10 points. So, that's funny. They played the same round mm. um, again. Another interesting um, coming up here. Gold Coast beat Geelong by 25 points. Um Dogs the beat dogs Richmond beat the by 5 points. Sydney smashed Brisbane by nearly 10 goals. Hawthorne just got over Melbourne. And Fremantle beat the Bombers by 40 points. So, 40 points, 54 points, 25... 23 59 like there are a few blowouts there as well and mm. I'm sure if you went back to, to 1997 the, you're going to get similar games oh, too I mean, so man, the, the amount know, of blowouts
1: right? like I'm talking 100 point plus games yeah. in the 80s and 90s all the time I'm just having so consistently but I constantly. think
0: it's 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 not just about yeah, I, I, that, that's one side of it but I think the attractiveness of the game so if we if we could allow it to breathe a bit better I, I would really agree oh, yeah. with that um, and then, you know, slow down these clusters and whether, you know, you, you do look at rotations or whether you do look at, at um, some element of a zone, I don't know. I think zone is pretty drastic because it, it's almost then pre-zone, post-zone. It's almost like a new era of football, but... The hard part of it now is you've got all these jokers out there that play AFL that can run, you know, um, we'll, we'll talk about him later on, but Blixar's, you know, he nearly runs 17 Ks. Mm. That is unbelievable. Like there's just incredible athletes now that are doing some unbelievable things. Yeah. I don't know. Like it, it is, there's, there's a whole new birth I think of, 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 of athletes that are in AFL that just weren't there. So we're, we're, we're adjusting, we're going to have to mold with it. Be fascinating to see what they do. I just hope they don't do anything too drastic. I, I hope. Is, they
1: don't. I honestly hope they just leave it as at least it is well, right this year, year and then but, and leave it for next year. Because I can't remember the last season where they didn't make a change. Yeah, well, but, in recent times, it's just so, well. Hawking
0: did say when he came in that that's one of the things he wants to do is yeah. spend at least twelve minimum twelve months. He actually did say that. Um, not doing two do. major changes. Yeah. So.